In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A man was brought to Jesus, a dumb demoniac. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb man spoke and the people were amazed. Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel, they said. But the Pharisee said, It is though the prince of devils that he casts out devils. Jesus made a tour throughout all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness. And when he saw the crowds, he felt sorry for them, because they were harassed and dejected, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers to his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord. We see a contrasting irony in the first part of today's passage. First, we have the dumb demoniac, after having been healed of his affliction, speaks, and the people were amazed. Were they amazed at his speech or by the miracle which our Lord performed? There is a certain ambivalence here, as we hear in their exclamation. Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. Both the man's newfound voice and the people's sight led them to give praise to God. On the other hand, the Pharisees, who should have known how these events which they had witnessed are fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies of the Messianic age, and who have both their sight and speech intact, give credit to the work of the devil. It is true the prince of the devils that he cast out devils. The work of God is now attributed to a diabolical cause. Rather than praising and glorifying God, they offer the greatest insult to him by crediting the devil for this deed. The passage then moves into a summary of the Lord's mission, of how he moved through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness. Finally, our Lord announces his need for collaborators when he recognizes the overwhelming need for God's intervention in the lives of these people. The passage states that when our Lord saw the cross, he was sorry for them because they were harassed and dejected like sheep without a shepherd. The Greek verb translated as felt sorry indicates that our Lord was moved in his innermost being. Such was his deep ache for the people he saw. And it is here that we see the real contrast between the Pharisees and our Lord. The former find fault, rejection of their inner demons, and then they provide no solution. While our Lord sees the need and suffering of the other, and he offers a remedy. Our Lord is not indifferent to our struggles, nor does he blame people for the mess they found themselves in. What a challenging model the Lord gives us, to see people as he sees them, and to feel a deep, gut-wrenching compassion for people as he feels. But we should not stop at feeling sorry. We should act as he did. 
The tasks ahead of us will always seem too demanding, too overwhelming, and beyond our reach. We could either choose to be critics, complaining and blaming others for the problem, but offering no solutions, or we could stand by as helpless observers showing sympathy, but not going beyond that. Or we can enter into the fray and do something, because the harvest is rich, but the laborers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers to his harvest. On the one hand, we know that our sovereign Lord will accomplish all his purposes for the world. And yet at the same time, he chooses to work through us to achieve his purposes. The kingdom of heaven is at hand now. There's no time to lose. The harvest might be spoiled or lost if the farmer delays. And similarly for us in our broken world, now is the time for us to respond. Our world is crying out for God's kingdom to be made real. The church is crying out for more of our members to become missionaries instead of just nominal members. Each one of us has a part to play as bearers of God, good news in our broken world. Are we ready to join the harvesting team and work all night for the divine farmer? Or will we just stand idly around and complain about the devil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.